Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hi, fans. It's Michelle Joy Phelps, and I'm joined now with Carl Frotch. Carl? With the Carl Frotch. With the Cobra Carl Frotch. Okay. The Carl Frotch. With Coral Frotch. All oh, right, okay. I thought you said the. No, I'm sure you did. <laughs> I'm sure it. I didn't, but we'll play that back. It's good to um, be here. Yeah. How you doing? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Uh, obviously, another Anthony Joshua fight ahead of us, this time against Alexander Usyk. I know a lot of people, for the most part, thought we were going to get uh, the undisputed fight between Tyson Fury and Anthony Joshua, but here we are. Uh, a turn of events, you know, as you know better than anybody. Anything can happen in boxing. Uh, I know you just said that you've been sort of uh, making some predictions <laughs> for this fight. Uh, so maybe rather than predicting the fight, I just want to know how you think each of them wins. Um, I think Usyk has to outbox um, AJ. I don't think he carries the power at heavyweight to, to, to get the stoppage. You never know, timing and accuracy and accumulation of punches over the rounds You know, could potentially happen but I doubt it I doubt he's going to um, wear him down you know AJ does we've seen AJ gassing out a little bit in the past but that's when he's been heavy right. so I don't think AJ um, Usyk will be looking to get the stoppage I think his plan will be to, to outbox AJ mm -hmm. um, you know be throwing good shots combination punches sticking in the odd power shot mm -hmm. maybe trying to work the body maybe trying to get awkward in there and make AJ miss and tire him out so you never know but for Usyk to win this, I think it's got to be a boxing masterclass, and we know he's more than capable of that. Mm -hmm. Well, what about? Uh, so did you just say? Did you just say what? How each of them wins? No, for Usyk, <laughs> no, I didn't. and for AJ, for AJ to win, yeah, I think he's got to be a late stoppage or a knockout at any stage. I mean, can he knock him out? I don't know. We don't know if we don't know if Usyk can be hurt. I mean, I've seen him wobbled in a fight, but I've never seen him in serious trouble. Where I thought he was getting stopped. Here. I mean, Olympic champion, unbeaten as a professional, undisputed cruiserweight king in a tough division at the time, by the way. Um, and I mean, I've seen him box Joe Joyce recently in, um, in the World Series of Boxing, WSB. And I've never seen anybody deal with, with um, Joe Joyce so comfortably mm. because Joe Joyce is some fighter. You know, people don't want to fight Joe too. Joyce. No, he's massive, mm. he is huge. And he's strong and he's fit and he's tough and he keeps coming. Um, the juggernaut, for a reason, <laughs> that's his name, his ring name. So. When you see Alexander Usyk 
and look at his resume and then you watch him perform, you've got to be concerned for Anthony Joshua. Mm -hmm. But Anthony Joshua can get the job done mm -hmm. inside the distance by forcing the pace, putting the pressure on him, stamping his authority, taking his hand to the ring and, and you know, being quite bolshy and tenacious and brave and sticking it on him. But I don't know, following the, the Ruiz loss, he's been a bit like safety first. Mm. And then we've seen him against Pulev and I don't know if it's just me or I don't know, he was, he was blowing a little bit against Pulev mm -hmm. and um, he got the job done. But it's Kubrat Pulev, mm -hmm. you know, how old was he? 145 years old, <laughs> you know. He was 145 years old at the time. Sorry, that was um, coming to America. If you've not seen it, you won't follow it. But I think AJ can do it. I still think he can do it. He's big enough. He's the champ. He's the man. And I think he'll get the job done. I really do. But don't be surprised, because I certainly won't be, if Usyk kind of outmaneuvers him and outskills him. Mm -hmm. Usyk weighed in at 221 pounds, and then we have uh, Joshua weighing in at 240 pounds. Uh, just looking at them on on the scales, although there's a height difference, um, it didn't look it didn't look too lopsided as some have looked. Would you Would you agree with that? I totally agree, and I said it on um, BBC Five Live Radio, who, who I'm actually here with for this fight. Um, I was with Steve Bunce, and I looked and I said, "Look at them on the on the mm -hmm. stage there. Look, AJ's taller, but look at the actual look at the shape up of the both of them. Right. Both look the same. Mm -hmm. You know, AJ's got probably got longer legs and longer arms, but it doesn't look like a mismatch, right. height and size-wise. Like when David Hay used to jump in with the heavyweights from mm -hmm. Cruiserweight. Mm -hmm. Like when he jumped in with Klitschko, it was a bit like, that ain't going to happen for him. Mm -hmm. You know, Klitschko's just too big. Mm -hmm. And he leaned on him and he, and he muscled him out of it. Um, you know, the, the size and reach advantage is a big advantage. And that's something I think AJ's got to try and try and utilise mm -hmm. and, try and try and exploit. But it's not as big as I thought it was. Mm -hmm. All right, he's taller and he's longer, but... It's not a mismatch in that department, in the dimensions. And let's not right. forget that Usyk stacks up statistically size-wise the same as the great Muhammad Ali. You know, he's as big as him. Mm -hmm. And I know it's a different era and different size fighters over the years. And Mike Tyson was quite short and he knocked everybody out until late on in his career. But this isn't a mismatch size-wise. I think that's the point I'm making and what you were right. trying to make. This, this looks like a, a fair fight. It really does. Right. But, but Usyk is El Supremo with his technical ability it really is I mean AJ is an Olympic gold medalist as is Usyk in the same Olympics different weight divisions but Usyk's such a talent he's naturally gifted and talented and a lot of that comes from his reflexes and his hand-eye coordination um, and his mindset he's, you know he's a bit of an oddball he's a bit of a strange guy he's, he's, he's charismatic and you know. <laughs> did you see his outfit yesterday he was totally channeling the Joker he was yeah and he pulled, <laughs> he pulled it off he's real eccentric mm. it really is and he takes that into the ring with him and he's, he's adaptable as well. You know, he can change. He moves around. And like with Usyk, I mean, Usyk um, against Bellew. He, Bellew did well. He had a good first four, five, six rounds even. And I was thinking, hang on a minute, what's, what's happening here? Bellew's going to pull this off. And I was quite excited thinking, come on, Bellew, do the job. Usyk was just sitting back waiting like a praying mantis. Thinking, <laughs> you keep doing what you're doing. You keep throwing your counter right hand and catching me with a jab. And trying to work your body because I'm still going to be here in two or three rounds and I'm going to stick it on you and I know for a fact you are absolutely doing your bollocks to do what you're doing mm. you're working to the best of your ability you're putting all your energy and all your efforts you're thinking and concentrating and he just wore Bellew down mm -hmm. and got to him unfortunately for Bellew I mean he, he just didn't have that engine to keep doing it for 12 rounds but that's because Usyk was that good at what he did he just took his time mm -hmm. and methodically dismantled Bellew and then ironed him out we saw it Eddie Hearn, uh, I just did an interview with him a few days ago, and he said that he's 
he's almost like it's as if he's wanting, Joshua is wanting to prove to everyone that he too is a superior boxer. He too is, you know, uh, up on that level in terms of like a lot, how a lot of people consider Alexander Usyk to be. Would you consider that to be smart or a bad decision for Joshua to go in there and try to outbox Usyk? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think that's smart. Yeah. No, he's, he needs to stick it on him. Mm-hmm. And he's to back him up, smash him to bits, Cobra style. Mm-hmm. Carl Froch, <laughs> Lucian Butte, AJ, watch that fight. Stick it on him, like I did against Butte, and you ain't got a problem. You might get it with a few shots, he might walk through a few, take a few on the chin. I don't think Usyk's going to hurt him. Mm-hmm. AJ needs to stamp his authority. Don't be reckless. Don't go in there and try and just bulldoze him, because that's not your style. Mm-hmm. But take the centre of the ring and stamp your authority. Jab, double jab, shoulder, body, right hand down to the stomach. Lean on him. Mm-hmm. Get your hand around the back of his head and push him down to the floor if you can. Mm-hmm. You know, it's got to get rough. It's got to get messy in there. You know, right. it's professional boxing. There's, there's rules. It's all got to be fair. But it's still a fight. Mm-hmm. You know, get messy, get tough. But I tried to do that against Ward. It didn't work because mm-hmm. Ward was too good, mm-hmm. too, too skillful. You know, I think he was a high school wrestling champion, mm-hmm. bizarrely. <laughs> but up close, he was holding and twisting and turning, tying me up. You know, I'd done a bit of mixed martial arts in my time, but... He was messing me up in, inside and tricky and moving and Usyk's like that, mm-hmm. you know. So this could get tricky for AJ if he tries to stand and box and tries to do what you've just said there. And, you know, I wasn't being disrespectful when I laughed. I didn't crack up laughing. I just laughed to say, listen, that's the wrong tactics, mm-hmm. by the way. Mm-hmm. So don't start hating on me. <laughs> we don't need any more of that. <laughs> I actually love it. Go on, hate on me. Send it in. Uh, a, a fight that I want to ask you about, just a few days ago, we saw Canelo and Caleb Plant have a very interesting uh, press conference. We had Caleb, you know, take a smack at Canelo. We had Canelo hit him back, no, cutting had, his under his eye. We had Plant try and hit Canelo, and Canelo saw it coming, slipped it, and slapped him back with two shots. I thought well, it, was a good, a, it was a good counter-attack. I liked it. That's why, that's why Canelo's the champ. He saw it come in, he missed it, didn't he? Then well, apparently, it's at another angle, he actually did get smacked. Really? Yeah. No, I'm not Me too, that. that's what I thought, until I saw a different angle, and it, he actually did hit. Uh, he smacked, slapped, whatever you want to call it, trick, to Canelo. That's trick photography. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the side of you, and yeah, well, Plant was putting it on him. And, yeah. You know, Plant's potentially a dangerous fight for, mm-hmm. for Canelo. Every fight's a fight, it's a two-horse race, which I've, I've said before, anything mm-hmm. can happen. Um, but I don't... I don't see anybody beating Canelo. Mm-hmm. I've seen him a lot. I've been ringside for a lot of his fights, and I've, I sat and interviewed him in, in Dallas, in, in Texas, when, when he when he fought Billy Joe. And um, he's a serious operator. He's a thinker, and um, he's he's very very good. Um, Plant. It's a great fight. Looking forward to watching it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think he'll be all right, Canelo. Canelo seems to be coming out of his shell more. We're starting mm. to hear him yeah. say a lot more English cuss exactly, words. Yeah. Uh, he's definitely learned those quite well. He, he likes to say a few bits and bobs here and there now. Well, what's he um, been saying? What's he say? Exactly. He, he says, F you, mother effer. All right, okay. <laughs> okay. I don't want to get flagged for saying certain words. Right. I, I was yeah. trying to get you to get yeah, flagged. I know you were. Yeah. You're okay. trying to set me up right now, I, I understand. But no, I saw that and um, I like it. He's trying to learn English. He's trying to be more... I mean, he doesn't need to be... He more. knows English. That's the crazy part. He's like lazy with it, isn't he? It's like <laughs> no. he don't want to... Do you know what I heard? Do you know what I heard? If he's not comfortable, he won't speak English. That's what right. I heard. If you don't like who he's talking to and just wants to speak no. Mexican, he does. But I was told, I don't know how true this is, but I was told it was in the Mexican culture, if you don't speak the language... 
or a language very clearly that he kind of gets teased. So I, from my understanding is that he gets a little like shy with saying certain words because he doesn't want to be teased for how he pronounces things or says things. I don't know how accurate that is, but that's what I've been told by numerous people around him. That's interesting and fair enough. It's a respect thing, I suppose, but no, he should keep trying. It's good that yeah. people love a trier with, with languages. Mm -hmm. I spend a lot of time in Spain and the gardener comes around and the guy comes around to fix the gate and the cleaner's there and I'm like, you know, trying to speak Spanish and I've done a couple of years and it's, it's not working because you've, you've got to be on it all the time and out there speaking and listening and learning and taking notes. But they appreciate it because when you don't speak any other language, if you just tell them, you know, hablo español poquito and you try, you know, they, they appreciate that and then they'll, they'll engage. And, and, you know, Canelo Alvarez, he doesn't need to be marketable, does he? Let's be honest, he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a, the most decorated fighter now. Mm -hmm. In world boxing, AJ aside, you know, it's between them two. But anyway, AJ speaking a bit of English. Sorry, not AJ. <laughs> Canelo speaking a bit of English. Fair play to him. Uh, lastly, because I know we're all being rushed out of here and there's other people waiting for us uh, or waiting on you. Cobra. Uh, Cobra's Cobra. in town. I want to ask you about another fight that is coming up in just two weekends away is uh, Tyson Fury versus Deontay Wilder, the trilogy. Uh, how do you see that fight going? Well, the first fight was very good, very watchable, very entertaining. And I think it was close because um, Fury wasn't as prepared as he would have needed to be. Well, that, that ring rust and the time out of the ring. And he came back and had like a couple of nonsense fights and then jumped straight and they were wilder. Nobody thought he was going to go in there. Um, there's a montage of Eddie Hearn saying, it won't fight, fight won't happen, fight won't happen. And that, that came back to bite him because the fight happened. Mm. And he got in there and he performed really, really well, Fury. Got dropped in the 12th round. We all thought he was like dead, and he got up and won. Well, got the draw, but he won on my card. <clears throat> the rematch was a mismatch because he was trained and ready for it. And I'd always say uh, the best Tyson Fury beats the best um, Deontay Wilder 10 times out of 10. Sorry, Wilder, but it's just true. Unless you catch him on the chin, mm. which you ain't gonna because he's too big and tall and rangy and he's too clever, Fury. What do you um, think of his new tactics, though? You see that he's working on a few things. You see anything different? Not really, no, because he's not a big guy, Wilder. He punches, he punches like a mule kicks. He really does. He'll have you out cold, sleeping, um, with one punch on the whiskers. But Tyson Fury is too good for him. He just is. But it's got to be the best Tyson Fury, and that's the concern for me in this fight now, that you're not getting the best Tyson Fury. You know, he's had problems with his newborn through that now, mm. but his mind's been elsewhere. He goes out of shape when he's not training. He's a long time, what was it, 18 months or so out of the ring? Mm -hmm. And all these factors, same for Wilder, he's been out of the ring a lot, but Wilder's kind of, he looks more, he looks more physically athletic, doesn't he? He looks better shape. And, uh, you know, mental health's been an issue with Fiore in the past. And I don't know, if the best Fiore don't get in against Wilder, he gets beat. And it'd be a shame because if he does get beat, I mean, if Wilder beats him, fair play. It's boxing, there's two men in there and I wish them both well and uh, wish them both health and may the best man win. But I just think Tyson Fury proved that he's the better man in that ring in the last fight between them because the rematch was just an outclassing job. You know, I mean, don't matter how heavy that ring walk costume was, I'm not having it. Tyson Fury was the better man and he'll always be the superior fighter in that ring because of his height and reach and his natural ability against Wilder. Unless Wilder manages to catch him with a shot, that's it's a no-no for, for, for Wilder. Mm -hmm. But you just don't know, do you? What mindset and what physical state is Tyson Fury going to be climbing into the ring against Wilder in this third th fight? Right. We do not know. So right. it's dead interesting. Can't wait to see it. Right. 
All right. Well, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it as always. And hopefully we'll be able to catch you post-fight and, and get your reaction in terms of what happens on Saturday night. Yeah, I'll be here. really looking forward to mm -hmm. it. Always a pleasure, Michelle. I know. <laughs> pleasure with you as well. Thank you for your time. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.